0: Welcome to Handkerchief Dynasty, your favorite Edmonton Oilers podcast. This is the audio version we did recently launch on YouTube. So if you are a fan of the show, you enjoy it, please do click on the link below to check out this episode in its video form. It's sexually visual format. Please like, subscribe, comment, um, refresh the page a million times. We need all the help we can get to get picked up by the algorithm there on YouTube. So uh, we really appreciate your help there. So without any further ado, though, Enjoy uh, this audio version of the episode. Would Mike Smith please report to the crease? That's Mike Smith. Please report to the Oilers' crease for goaltending duties. The game is about to commence. Mike Smith. Welcome, welcome, everyone. Handkerchief Dynasty, episode 109. Special video presentation continuing our ongoing video coverage of the Edmonton Oilers. Um, I still have a 480p camera, which makes me look like uh, a character from a 1990s true crime documentary. Um, you're looking very well. Uh, High Priest of Warless Magic. How are you? Uh, pretty good. <laughs> How about that game? So uh, what are your thoughts? Uh, what, are, what are your initial thoughts going well, in here?
1: I mean, obviously, Mike Smith is a much better goalie than Miko Koskinen. Uh, clearly makes a huge difference. Um, yeah, that was the main takeaway was how great it was not to feel like I was going to have a heart attack every time the puck <laughs> approached our goalie. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a massive difference. So we'll see what the game plan is moving forward here. Cause I'm sure they're going to go back to the tandem but in a tandem there's always one guy who's kind of better and i think that guy might be mike smith
0: do you think it's uh, interesting that we we're, we're now so sure that mike smith is a better goaltender than miko koskinen but even though mike smith hasn't played any like we were sure of that prior to the culmination of this of our, the prior to this game tonight commencing you know like we just, because Miko had just looked so bad for the last little while, yeah. even though we kind of had them neck and neck last year, just by like, by a process of elimination, we all were 100% sure that Mike Smith was a better goaltender. Yeah. Basically. Um,
1: I mean, I think that the Miko defenders out there and I, I, like Miko. I think he's fine. I think the Miko defenders out there will still be beating Miko's drum uh-huh. uh and saying if 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 you say well now miko actually sucks they'd be like yeah but his stats is i mean if you look at his numbers it's like well i don't what about if you look at his games what about if you look at how he played goal man he stunk so i think uh-huh. the miko defenders will still be beating miko's drum but i mean mike smith they were just a completely different team and he was the biggest part of that change tonight. For sure. Absolutely. There's no question Mm -hmm. in my mind. He made huge stops and stops that, you know, needed to be made. He was just super comfortable, played the puck like for as much crap as, as Mike Smith gets for playing the puck and like being, you know, risky with the puck for my money. Mikko Koskinen is about 20 times riskier every time that guy touches the puck, he can't hold on to it. Rebounds every single time, like he, he even had during this run over the last 10 games, he had what would be defined if Mike Smith did it as all classic Mike Smith boner. Like he does mm. it all the time. He's no, he's no uh savant at handling the puck, like he's his game is, I mean, that was the one thing like, Oh, it's going to be brutal when Mike Smith goes behind the net to get the puck again. Oh boy, here we go. I'm like, mm. give me a break. Like if mm. you've been watching Mikko, mm. it's like a, it's like a disaster every time Koskinen gets close to the puck. Mm. So I don't know. That was my big takeaway. I was just like, yeah, uh, it makes a difference when there's a goalie in that. That's not just like an absolute walking disaster.
0: I don't know. I mean, I think think? It's, it's, it's got to make the it's got to make the whole team play with like a little bit more swagger, a little bit more. Absolutely. Confidence, you know? Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. Of course.
0: Because Miko did look like a little bit like a shrinking violet lately. You know, he I always mean, really has, this whole year. Man. Yeah.
1: You know yeah. what? He had that one good run where we all fell in love with Miko. Right. And Miko um, somehow I mean, and I still like the guy, but he, we've been under his trance since that run when he initially came in,
0: and that well, was like, we've established this. like was like, like two like years ago. Goalies was are like wizards. Two or
1: three years ago,
0: it was a two-year trance. His his trance lasted two years on us. You know,
1: like I think we really wanted, as Oilers fans, for a goalie named Miko Koskinen,
0: a Finnish goalie, yeah, to succeed.
1: We wanted it so bad. Which makes total sense. Like, of course we did. Like, it it would have been awesome. But it just, like, didn't happen. And we're lucky we have Mike Smith, I think.
0: And he's basically got the, like, the, like, dad's handed him the keys to the car until summer, right? Like, basically?
1: It feels like that. I mean, we'll have to see. Because we haven't had the tandem system since, I'm going to say before the qualifying round. Because I don't know about you, but it didn't feel to me like the tandem system was being employed during the qualifying round it's like they gave gave up and just gave the keys to miko after mike smith let in a bad goal and then they were just like well miko can do the rest so we haven't had the tandem system since like the end of uh the right before the postponement and we were smoking back then like we were kicking butts so this will be the first time we've had that since and I think they're going to run with that for as long as they can. I imagine, but yeah, it feels to me right now that Miko or that Mike Smith is, has more of the keys on, on Mike Smith's key ring. There's like the key to the car and like um, the key
0: to house. Yeah. The key to the garage, the key to the woodshed key to the garage, um, key to like a uh, grandpa's place, you know, across town, yes. the key to the beach house and mika's keys
1: are like in a magnetized case like stuck under the
0: the lid of the barbecue right
1: like mika do you know where your keys are and he's like yes uh they're under the lid of the barbecue in the little case (laughs)
0: that's right I mean, maybe he'll look better with a little bit of rest, but yeah, he's probably not. How much been rest before. does this guy <laughs> it's, need? It's, it's, this is another it's, thing. <laughs> can, I, can I just say
1: something here? This whole rest thing? Like, Miko had three days off after a game and then did his stinkiest performance. How much rest does this man need? You know what I'm saying? Have a cup of coffee and stop some pucks, friend. You know what I'm saying? He I don't really recall, recall
0: the rest issue being brought up nearly as much with like any other goalie I don't
1: no know. Uh, of course not this rest thing it's nuts like this guy gets more rest than i do
0: you know what <laughs> i'm saying i i mean i don't know i i, I still I, I feel like whatever goalie is in the oilers net i'm gonna have kind of like rose tinted glasses that i look at them with a little bit like i'm always gonna be cheering for them no matter how shitty of they course. are no matter yes. how shitty they are you know
1: man i would say that i would say not just oilers goalie I would say it like if it's not the goalie the Oilers are currently playing, I look at pretty much every goalie in existence with rose colored glasses. Like ultimately when I'm watching a game, it's the goalies I want to succeed. Like when I watch a game, there's nothing mm. better when I watch a game than like a spectacular mm. goaltending performance. Mm. So I'm always rooting for the goalies, but it's true. I'm not just gonna root for a goalie that stinks and an and is on the team that I like. Just blindly, like there comes a point where you shouldn't have to feel guilty or like a piece of shit for saying, like, you know what, like this guy sucks. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. And I think yeah. like Mika, I haven't, reached, there I haven't and... reached that point yet. I think you're at that point. You've, you're, you're well past that point at this point.
1: I really no, appreciate
0: I... it too. I really appreciate you being well, willing that's to because, say how badly he sucks.
1: You know what? It's because you are also at that point. You're just a nice guy. You're not going to say it. That's like, I, I know you're at that point as well. You're just letting me do all the dirty work. That's fine.
0: I'll as per it. usual. As per usual. Yeah. Like, remember 95? <sighs> that was, it just, was that all was, dirty
1: work. 365 was, days of yeah. your dirty
0: work. Wow. I did.
1: 1995. <laughs>
0: 1995.
1: Round the clock um,
0: dirty work. I was thinking about it because as we were tweeting, as we were live tweeting during the game, I was saying how um excited i was, what a what a entertaining a game it was in spite of the score even though it wasn't really necessarily at that point but i realized it uh like when i thought about it because you said no it hasn't been that exciting and i realized it's just i enjoy the oilers playing with the lead so much no i said like, it it's was,
1: like i said it was exciting
0: ah uh, oh no you said no not not right now or not lately or something
1: No, I said, you said, like, even though we haven't scored a lot of goals, this is what happened. You said, even though we haven't scored a lot of goals, this game has been sort of entertaining. And then I said something about, it was something about how, despite the lack of goals, like those weren't entered, I didn't find those games entertaining. Those other games, Mm. like it was like eight to five and it was just like a nightmare. Terrifying. Yeah.
0: It was just terrifying. Crap. Yeah,
1: yeah. This can you believe? Like can ad- you
0: believe this game? V like versus the like Ottawa game, the eight five game. Like Ottawa kind of like pulled it together, you know, like behind in front of their goaltender or something. Like they they've kind of clamped it down a little bit, you know, after giving up eight.
1: Mm, well, their goalie's playing way better. I mean, their yeah. goalie last game. It's a huge. It's not always the defense. Sometimes the goalie stinks. Ottawa's goalie last game when we smoked them in both those games. Their goaltending was abysmal. It was absolutely terrible. And that's a good goalie. Matt Murray is a good goalie. And he played well tonight. Like he played like he's supposed to play. It, made, it makes a huge difference. Goaltending makes a significant dif- difference in the game. It's not always like, I don't know, these guys that are like, well, I don't know if Miko had half decent defense in front of him. I mean, he's going to stop two of those goals. His average shoots up to like 920. We're looking at a whole different guy. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, the speculation, like if we had a different team, Miko would be a better goalie. That's your that's
0: well, if we could change the gravitational constant of the universe, you know, everything yeah, that those pucks never would have flew by, you know, because about, because gravity would have pulled them down down again.
1: Hey, I'm telling you, if Miko was a stack of bricks, I mean his goal to is his goals against would be like probably zero. His uh say percentage probably like I don't know, like one hundred percent. If he was a wall of bricks. So Miko's like he's you, not
0: that bad. You've been calling incredible. into 630 Cheds after like an overtime open line. I think I've heard you a few times on there. <laughs> like we should just we should we should call in to no, we overtime open line that. in that. We voice. should never do
1: that. <laughs> you should never do that again. We should never ever call in what? to open line again. No way. We just shouldn't do that.
0: My, my, my call in recently was wildly successful. What are you talking about? It was beloved by all. <laughs> like I, I gave I gave him and Rob a good laugh.
1: Was it beloved by all?
0: Yeah, yeah. Don't you remember? Like after I hung up, uh, yeah, I Rob Rob was like, "Is he? Is he really a professor?" And Reed was like, "In his own mind, he is." <laughs> Come on. Yeah, yeah I, I suppose it was loved. All right. Well, fine. <laughs> be, be a dick about it. Um, okay. Okay. How good did you feel after the Tyler Ennis goal?
1: Um. Yeah, I felt good. It was nice to see him score. It was a sweet move. We were really cheering loud at the house when that happened. It was a great move. I mean, yeah, we played a, I mean, it was a good, it was a good, sane hockey game. It was like, I'm sitting down to watch a hockey mm-hmm. game. There's going to be stretches in this game. I'm going to be a little bit bored and my mind will wander. I want to leap out of my seat a couple of times. I don't want to be angry and on, almost crying. I don't want that to happen. I want to try to avoid that. That's not natural when you're yeah. watching a game so tonight's game i felt sort of like covered covered the basis of um you know watching a a typical game it felt like
0: it kind of felt like the first like real game of the year like it feels like every other game up to this point has been more of like a nerve-wracking um like kind of hellscape of potential or like near potential fatal terrors ultimately yeah Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But the other
1: thing is like, once again, like this is why going into this stretch of games we were talking about, this is such a strange stretch of games because you have um, the Ottawa games are buttressing the Calgary game, which was sort of like the filling of the Oreo cookie and the Ottawa games, like who the fuck knows? Like we have to, the Oilers have to beat Ottawa in the next game tomorrow or, this game that they just won will become meaningless. And that Calgary game, the way they performed in that Calgary game will overshadow
0: Mm.
1: what happened tonight. Like it's such a weird thing. Like we're not going to be able to assess the team again properly. It feels like till we're out of this, this Ottawa series, because for whatever reason, people just think, and yeah, Ottawa played a, they did clamp down a bit tonight and their goalie played better, but if their goalie plays better tomorrow, I mean, People are really uh piling on Ottawa as almost like the jokiest of all joke teams of the past like fifty years, it feels like. Like they're, real Man, punch, well, they're a real punch they're real punchline right now. Is and the it, Canadian is,
0: is is the Canadian hockey media the most pile on media of medias, would you say? Well, I mean it's
1: I mean, we're a pile on this is a pile on country. Like this is that's true. Hockey that's is true. Like a, it's a bread and butter. So it feels like I think <laughs> Ron McLean on the weekend said that uh, he was talking about the way just the way the whole season's been covered so far. And he said that it felt like this was prior to Edmonton playing Calgary. He was like, yeah, the way uh, Calgary is going, like it feels as though we might have to hold a tribunal on the Calgary Flames soon as well. And the word tribunal, it's like that's exactly what it feels like. Like every team is like you know what i mean like we're so eager to just like declare that it's completely over and this um, whole then, thing needs to be like and, and we feel and torn apart
0: completely like completely entitled to this like like strong opinions you know yeah
1: well of course like, i mean yeah. i mean we we are entitled to that that's i know whole, I, mean, that's, I mean i, mean, yeah, I, I think we're entitled
0: to like 90 percent of what we claim i think there's an extra 10 percent we take where we're just like oh you know yeah time to time to give up the ghost and tear it down you no know, like and you bite talking, the that's s- bullet that's
1: the sweetest part that's what we're entitled to do the most is to just declare everything over I, I'm,
0: I'm i'm averse to it though because do you know how many people have been saying that about like how many times people said that about the oilers at various points like in the mcdavid era you know
1: yeah but i think that's like healthy behavior that's a healthy reaction to when you're not satisfied with your team like that's our privilege as, as sports fans to completely overreact and kind of pour all the energy that we would you know if we didn't have the Oilers to kind of dump all that excess energy into who knows what we pour it into something weird no doubt like the Oilers kind of provide a good vessel for all our excess emotion. So I never, I mean, I never when somebody's like, this team's toast, those are the people mm. like I sort of most uh uh feel a kinship towards. Cause I know like they don't really feel like that that way. They're just like expressing their emotions. <laughs> <laughs> like I know they love the Oilers more than anyone. You know what I mean? Mm it's like people uh, weirdly it's like when people when the team's doing really bad and you say something negative and somebody's like give me a break like you should try being positive like that's something that like i can't stand it's like you kidding me like positive but what and why should i be what would the point of that be like what's the benefit to me to being like everything's great (laughs) when it's like clearly a bunch of crap like i don't think that's healthy at all you have to acknowledge crap when you see it and acknowledge uh, gold when you see gold both things
0: i mean i try to acknowledge the the little tiny flower kind of busting through the concrete you know like i am I'm, I'm extremely pessimistic yeah, 99 sure. percent of the time but i need that little one percent of uh you know yeast to to make the bread rise yes,
1: absolutely but but you're also allowed to be like but this sucks you know what i mean you shouldn't be you shouldn't feel guilty for saying something sucks. or you shouldn't feel shouldn't be made to feel as though you're not a fan of the team or like a bandwagon or, you know what I mean? Like being a fan has nothing to do with being positive. It's short for fanatic. You're a fanatic. Your emotions are wildly out of control. Yeah. That's you know true. what I mean? You're that's at your fanatic. You're not happy. You're not positive all the time. Anyway, we well, was, was, what
0: about,
1: we should talk more about the the game though. Maybe we should. Maybe we should yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. I feel like I'm just ranting.
0: I mean, like, what did, what you, did think you think of, uh, of? Oh, go ahead.
1: What did you think of? Uh, I mean, two scraps within the first it. minute of the game, and then Cassian. Who knows? Like, what did he get hit in the noggin, or
0: did uh, he something like that? Yeah. Did or, he? Actually uh, I'm not get sure. Hit in the head. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how. I'm not sure what the injury was. I haven't checked in yet. I, I mean, really I, hope, lo- I loved I it, hope but it's it sad. would hopefully it's not serious yeah i hope it's just some sort of
1: pectoral you know when you go on like hey. you're yeah. some guy the business
0: right yeah i don't totally. know i assume i've never like been in 95 like in 95 no no remember um oh yeah
1: <laughs>
0: well i took a lot of the business in 95
1: so.
0: <laughs> um yeah, I mean, do you think uh, Jujar and, and Cass are like listening to Handkerchief Dynasty and then like realizing, oh man, like these guys are starting to lose faith in us. We really got to like step it up. Miko must I don't not think, be listening though.
1: No, I don't think Cassian's listening either. Jujar strikes me as the kind of guy who might listen. What did you think of Jujar? I mean, I like Jujar. There's, I think um, he's really great on the penalty kill. Like our penalty, penalty kill kind of stinks without him there. He seems yeah, great. He embraces that role. What did you think of like it looked to me when because I don't think he asked for that fight, right? Like it mm. looked like the other guy asked for that fight and Jujar was kind of like like kind of like a reluctant a, a, he reluctantly agreed to that fight, it looked like not reluctantly like
0: he No, it looked it looked pretty equal equals, equals to me. It looked like they both wanted to get some get some hate on. I don't, know. I
1: don't think Juju. I think Juju would have been fine with not getting in a scrap, but I'm glad he got in a scrap.
0: Mm. Um, how do you think Boosh looked? I think Boosh is continuing to play pretty solid. Mm. Like you know, not amazing necessarily. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He got caught a
1: couple times. I saw.
0: Yeah, I I like the way he moves the puck too. Though, yeah, like I, like, I, mean- I like his size. He looks good out there. I think 75 is also a very cool number. Like his when he picked 75, I was like, oh yeah. You know, I checked the numerological charts, and they were very, uh, very portentous. Three quarters. He's three yeah. quarters.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I didn't really notice him that much. I noticed he made a couple mistakes, but. I mean, yeah, he played a good game. He should still be in the lineup. What do you think? How? What do you think about Yamo right now?
0: Um uh i mean i think uh he's 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 struggling a little bit i think he's still he's still really he's still battling he still see the battle like he hasn't lost any of like his his fundamentals i would say that make him the great- great the great player that he is but i think maybe he's just lost a little bit of his uh i don't want to say mojo i don't know i i think it's maybe just like a bad little bit of a uh uh quiet streak for him more than anything else because yeah. I, I it seems to me like he's still doing almost everything i still expect of him. Like there's still times where he makes plays where I'm just like, yep, Yamamoto, yeah, you know he's so good on the boards, he's so good, he's he's decent checker. he's good in front of the net. Um, there was yeah. the one play, the one two on one with Drysettle where he p- tried to like pass it back to Dry Settle was like probably a mistake, yeah, quite obviously, um, yeah,
1: yeah, I'd agree with you. I think he's fighting it a little bit, but he it's gonna come. Like he's doing all the things that made him successful. He's just kind of fighting the puck. I want him to succeed. I only bring it up because it's frustrating to watch him be frustrated. I feel bad for Yamo because I know he's like shit. I can empathize with his frustration. Mm. Yeah. I'm not upset yeah. with Yam. I'm not upset with him. I'm not upset with him at all. Just I can empathize with him right now. Mm, mm. You know what I'm saying?
0: Um I don't know it's funny well, every every time we win a game i I feel like oh okay we finally settled down we're kind of in our groove now and like the season's really going to start but do you think do you think we're just going to go right back to to well oopsie whoopsie next game we
1: it doesn't next game doesn't even matter i mean we have the game after
0: Ottawa. ottawa yeah
1: who do we play after ottawa
0: uh isn't it vancouver is it really uh, no, it's Montreal. That's right. Yeah. Montreal. Okay. Well, there and then, you go. And then, so, then Winnipeg.
1: So that's perfect. So these Ottawa games will be what they are. I mean, we basically, like I said, we have to win tomorrow night or we'll be judged on the Calgary game. And then the game against Montreal will tell the tale, right? That'll be a assessment of where we're at. And if we yeah. show up to that game with no fight or we just like, come out like zombies then it'll be like okay well i guess this is what we are then but on the other hand if we come out and win that game i mean presumably mike smith starts that game you know what i'm saying presumably i I would say so mika will get tomorrow and then I mean, Mike one,
0: guy, one guy. One guy on the radio said, "Just start Mike Smith both games back to back. Give Miko extra rest," which I, I thought like, was like a serious? wild. I can't remember who it was. It was oh like quite gosh. a. But I think I think honestly, it was like that's insane. probably just a little bit of frustration with Miko, and they just wanted to see Mike Smith out there for both games, anyways. I mean, Miko started back to back to start the year, right? Although that didn't. Well, yeah. yeah, he
1: had to do it, and he like probably stunk in both those games, like, or. He stunk in the first one and then we won the second one against the Canucks. It was that great game. One of the best games of the season. But we had to yeah. score five goals in that game to win it. Fun times. Now, I think Mika will get to start tomorrow and then Mike Smith on against Montreal. And that'll be a huge game. That's how I mean that's how I'd do it. But who knows?
0: Yeah. Smith really feels, looked, uh...
1: go ahead. He just looked, yeah. He looks steady. We we're both gonna say the same thing. I yeah. think that he yeah. brought something to this team that has been missing.
0: It's funny and, though, because like even with the flailing saves mixed in, he still just looks steady. Because he just seemed like more engaged in the game. Yeah, to me too. You know, totally. Well, he yeah. moves
1: right. If you're a goalie who's like not like Mike Smith is a big guy, but I think he's more athletic than Miko Koskinen. I think Miko Koskinen is, is much more of a giant man giant man type of goalie mm. where uh, Mike Smith is, is just like a big goalie. He's not necessarily a giant. You know what I mean? Like he's athletic. He's much more athletic than Miko Koskinen. There's no question.
0: Well, he's, he spends more time just like, um, I mean, he would have to be, he's probably like flays. He's flung around the net like gumbo. About a million times more percentages. I mean, again, it's kind of a big man versus like a... Because, uh, yeah, when you're a big guy, you move less. You're big in the net, blah, blah, blah. yeah blah. Chiguerre was like that, right?
1: Yeah, but Mike Smith isn't... His, he's, he's not... He doesn't have the mass of Mikko Koskinen. You know what I mean? Mikko Koskinen seems much more mass-based. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Somehow, like, like... How it's, it's handy a... is it to have a guy who can play the puck like that? Like for as often as Mike Smith gets dragged from messing it up, like once every five, six games, like how awesome is it the rest of the time to have a guy that can like make a play, like move the puck, start the play the other direction. Like how great is that? Not every team has that. That's so awesome. And he was doing it so well tonight. Like his puck movement, like Mike Smith with the puck tonight, out of control. So good like perfect played a great mike smith game tonight Mm.
0: yeah man miko's never
1: like that every time miko left the net we wondered what was going to happen and so many times it was like a huge like crazy adventure
0: i mean he wouldn't go he wouldn't leave that often but like it, it was his whole play just seemed nervous which is which is just anathema to like success in the national hockey league like i just always think of like yeah you know the scene in Bambi where there's the one bird that freaks out and like it's like that's what being an NHL goaltender like it, it, struggling is like you're just totally. like we got uh, 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 ah. and then everyone everyone just you know ends up getting shot by a shotgun or whatever and whatever, I think just
1: happens. having them back there like I mean he was in the Calgary game he's just brings so much to the team I think that is is lacking like his his, uh, his whole demeanor, you know, his whole presence is there wasn't any of those things that he brings. Nobody was stepping up to bring those things. And now we have them again because he's back. It's just uh, really beneficial to, the, to this team. They need a guy like Mike Smith desperately mm-hmm. at yeah. all times, almost preferably. Like it's great that the guy who brings that is our goalie where we won't have to kind of be like sucked into whatever vortex could go on, on the bench when we're like getting our asses kicked. Like he's not part of that miasma. He's like just in the net by himself, like dealing with it on his own. And he's also the guy who's like most suited to be like, come on, you idiots. Like, let's get it together here. Apparently he's
0: very vocal in the room, right? Oh yeah. He's a
1: huge, he's like his whole career has been like that. Big room guy.
0: Yeah. Which probably yeah. rubs rubs some people for the wrong way somehow. Well, I feel like some people probably prefer the goaltender to be stoic somehow, don't you think?
1: Yeah. I don't know. In a room where everybody's like that, I'd say that nobody's probably like, I wish this guy would shut up.
0: <laughs> probably not. Probably not. So closing thoughts. Ottawa tomorrow. Should we abolish the Senate, you think? quick sidebar
1: um yeah probably i think so
0: yeah because like when was last time you even were aware of any of the work the senate was doing um it'd be the first time if i was ever made aware exactly exactly um okay so you figure this is now mike smith's team Uh, i wanted to ask you as well like do you think uh yessi is providing the aforementioned uh just like competence. Remember a few episodes ago when I said we just needed some competence on that top line with Connie? I mean, yeah. I don't actually I don't actually think Poliarvey's a long-term fit necessarily there.
1: Like yeah, I, like, I don't know. They almost scored again tonight. I mean, Pulyarve yeah. got robbed. So, I mean, mm. if that goes in, it's not like they were getting any chances like that with Cassian in that spot. Mm. So I think it's fine. I think we should just We won tonight. Let's not keep going to the blender. Like, let's, if there's something there, just roll with it for a little bit. You know what I mean? We're so blender crazy. This team is so blender crazy. It's true. It's true. Clearly, yeah, he's looked good. He's huge on that line. I think he brings something to it. It's great. He should stay there for as long as he can. Who else are you going to put there? Cassian again?
0: Never. No. Archibald is really the second option now, which is, you know, says a lot. I mean, he, he looks okay on that line sometimes, but yeah, we need, I think we're going to see Piliarvi there for the foreseeable future, but I just foresee him fitting in on another line and there being a different long term solution on that, on that side for Connie.
1: So but, you're talking about moving him to the third line then?
0: Uh, I'm not Where sure. Where he'll see like limited minutes. I mean, no, in, my, in my mind, I'm envisioning more of a second line assignment. I mean, has he ever played with dry settle? Nope. I don't know if he has.
1: But why? Like, that line's cooking. Dry scores no, no, every not, single game.
0: I'm saying don't I'm even,
1: you shouldn't even think about that. Okay, fine. You shouldn't fine, even think fine, about fine. it. Like, what are you doing? How is that know. helpful? How is that I'm rattled? You're just muddying the waters.
0: Yeah, you're probably right. Like, probably it's so right.
1: crazy in Edmonton when a line is cooking, our natural inclination is to be like you know what what if we now what if we did one more thing here just one more thing we took this guy off the line and what if we put that guy there and then it doesn't work and we're like well i don't know i don't understand what happened i don't understand what happened here. it's like well Mm. it's because it was working and you tried to make it better like you're you're your concept of make, you know, you want to make it better, whatever that means, whatever you're talking about mm. when something's working. And it's like, this should be better. We should be scoring more goals, more goals. Like it's never enough in this place. Yeah.
0: That might be a good point. I think you're onto just, something there.
1: Yeah. Just relax.
0: It's fine. Yeah. All right. Let's leave it there, bro. I got to tuck in. Uh, thanks for coming on Mike. Always a pleasure. Um, you're looking very high definition compared to me, which I enjoy um any predictions for game two any thoughts
1: well we have to win obviously we we just have to win
0: obviously I mean if we don't if we don't win it'll be like a, a blemish on our record you know of, of epic proportions right if we don't win
1: and then the next game is against the Habs I mean either way, it just would have been so helpful if we had at least put in a game against Calgary, like and not just had the ultimate stinkeroo. You know what I mean? It's really made this is a very confusing stretch because of these Ottawa games. So they have to win. They definitely can't lose. And if they do lose, they have to lose like in a shootout or overtime or like they have to it has to be a spectacular game. Where they just like couldn't couldn't sneak one past the goalie. It can't just mm. be like a typical Oilers, like the game's over within three minutes. Mm. So I don't know. I hope they win. I mean, Ottawa looked fine tonight. Mike Smith made some great saves. And the pressure is going to be on Miko Koskinen to a huge degree. That's what the next game's gonna be all about, actually, is Miko Koskinen. Whether or not he can bounce back and show that he's got anything. Because if he lays another egg, I mean, you know what I mean. This this is like, it's it's getting close to the end. It feels like if he puts another stinker yeah. performance out there.
0: Uh, if I recall, last episode you said it was his his already his Waterloo. So yeah,
1: the Calgary game. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So and you said that like Waterloo was like. I
0: said it was his, basically his penultimate. It wasn't his. It wasn't yeah. his Waterloo quite yet. But it, you know. We'll so see.
1: Th- maybe this could be like the
0: the know, Waterloo shipped,
1: shipped off to an island type of thing.
0: Yeah, where did you go? Yeah.
1: ALBA? the island. Elba.
0: Of Alba? Uh, yeah. I think it was uh, the island of Abba.
1: Just Abba music was... around the clock.
0: Yeah, it was, like, it was like a torture device. Yeah, yeah. Although that I, I could... quite like Abba. Abba, Abba yeah, so that it's would not, not a big deal. You know, that
1: would not torture me. It's I would nice dance vocal my, harmonies. Dance yeah. my face off.
0: So dead. <laughs> Sounds awesome, actually. Yeah. <laughs> All right, dude. Well, have a nice night. I'll talk to you uh, mañana, and uh, you know we'll review our goals. We'll review, uh, you know, our our core pillars, our our brand proposition, and yeah. uh, then we'll just go from there. That sounds great. Okay, dude. Have a nice night. I'll talk to you mañana.
1: See ya.